0: Welcome to Ketzeba Ketzebaya. Up to some in Pei and Alachis of animals on Shabbos. Sif Yud Zai. Someone to give his brand to his animal or his birds on Shabbos. You're not allowed to add water to that because adding the water, lush. If the water is already there on Erev Shabbos, then you're not allowed to mix this concoction of the brand and the water. What you are allowed to do is you're allowed to take two cups and pour it from one to the other so that they'll become mint. Because that's not direct. Lush. It's not a normal way to eat. Next, halacha: If you have wild animals or birds or Bahama that live in your house, so they're pets, and they only get their food from you. So you're allowed to feed them much of But make sure not to give it to other animals that don't rely on you for food. You're not allowed to be matriarch yourself for those animals. You're not even allowed to throw it in front of them. Practically, you're not allowed to just give birds food. You're not allowed to feed the pigeons if they're you know, out in the field. You're allowed to give food to a dog, even if it's a, a wild dog, because there's a mitzvah to give a little bit of food to a dog. Gadush Baruch Hu had mercy on a dog, since a dog doesn't eat, need very much, and the food in its digestive system lasts for three days. So since we see that Hashem has rahmanas on a dog, we also have rachmanas and feed them. Some people have a melek to give wheat kernels to birds on Parsha shira, Shabbat shira. And uh, halachically this is an issue because... They're not relying on you for It's nice that the birds sang along with us but when we sang a Yasher by by uh But since they don't rely on you for food, it's usher to feed them on Shabbos. Feed the mayor of Shabbos. Next aloha you're allowed to invite a guy into your house to eat with you on Shabbos. Even though on Yomtif it's usher because you might add food that you're cooking on Yomtif for the guy, on Shabbos, you're not allowed to cook, so you're not gonna cook extra for him. You're even allowed to give him his own portion of food. Even though this guy has you know he could go home and eat, he's not relying on you for his meal. Since we do take care of Goyim Me Shalom, it's as if he's relying on you for his food Next, aloha. Regarding Sad, Behem is in and This guy has a tiger, a pet chicken, a pet cat. But they are not used to coming home at night. They don't they don't know that their coop is their home and they'll hang out forever they'll get lost or even if they are you know they they do come back the dog comes back into his doggy house every night but he's rebelling now and he kind of ran away you're not allowed to bring them back in into their coop or into the house that's sad bringing an animal under the sphere of human control is also even if they're in or in their enclosure you're not allowed to close their door because that is trapping but if this animal is already comfortable in your house and they're domesticated so every night they come back into their shelter and they go out whenever they want. But I'm just worried, you know, maybe someone's going to steal my chicken. Someone will steal my tiger. So I'm allowed to nudge them along so that they'll go into a guarded area. Not allowed to actually pick them up because they're muk. Right, but Moshe says, you're not even allowed to, even, even your pet pa- is muxa. You're not allowed to move them on Shabbos. Next, halacha. You're not allowed to deliver an animal on Shabbos. Even if you're just trying to help out the animal, you know, so you want to catch the newborn So it doesn't land on the floor. That's awesome. You're allowed to ask a guy to help though. Next, aloha if a goy has a, an injury and it's causing him a lot of tsar. So you're allowed to smear a cut with oil, even though it's going to heal. But if this cut is already healing and it's just in the last final stages, and the oil is just to make it feel better, which is giving it a, a comfort, it's not actually getting rid of pain. Then it, at that stage in the injury, it's usr. If the animal ate a lot of karsh, in English it's vetches. Uh, some leafy plant that they use for So you eat something like this, but it eats way too much of it and he's having uh, digestive issues So it's causing him tzar You're allowed to have it run around in its pen so that it'll get all tired out And that is a uh, rifua If it has some congested blood You're allowed to put it in water, cool it off that, that takes care of the congested blood apparently If there's a suffix that if you don't let the blood out, it might die You're allowed to tell a guy. To do an animal bloodletting. Just like any other affoy that you're allowed to do for an animal through a guy. Mr. Brewer says that even if the animal's not in danger of dying, if it's just in tremendous pain, you're allowed to ask a guy. But for a Jew, you're not even allowed to do an Isidera Bono. Even for an animal that's going to die. Go go find the guy to do it. Have a wonderful day. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up.